Hey friends, Trisha here. Today we have a book fair first. I am putting on my coaching hat and doing a little mini coaching session for Elizabeth around her reading goals for the year. So if you are stuck on your reading goals or any other goals in your life, this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm Amanda. I'm Elizabeth. And welcome to Book Fair Podcast. Do you love books or do you want to? Are you tired of picking up the latest new release and finding it's filled with junk you don't want in your life? Has motherhood somehow made your brain a dusty shamble? Friend, you are in the right place. We are three friends and mamas on a mission to create a fun bookish community pursuing a deeper life through the reading life. We are your trusted source for books of all flavors. Always grounded in truth, goodness, and beauty. So if you're ready for scrumptious literary fare among friends, grab your cup of coffee, your load of laundry, or the steering wheel, and pull up a seat at the table. Welcome, Book Fair family. Glad you're here with us today. We want to let you know in case you didn't, that we have a brand new website. We're so excited. We haven't had one before. Yay! (laughs) Yay! Mm -hmm. We have a website now, and we want you to visit it. And when you do, the first thing that pops up is enter your email address, and you will get a free PDF from us. That PDF is a huge list of book recommendations from us for children, for you, for the whole family. And it is five pages long. It's so many great recommendations pulled from our episodes mainly, our genre episodes. So we'd love for you to have that as a gift from us as a thank you for visiting our website. And also when we have your email address, we can keep in contact with you as well. Keep you in the loop. Also, uh, for a limited time only, every week, we are going to draw one person from those that have entered their email addresses to win the first ever exclusive ultra limited run of a book fair sticker pack. (laughs) We are dropping, as the month goes on, a picture of the stickers so you get an idea of this. You're going to want them. Yeah. These are in high demand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and TonyLynn94, just shoot us an email or message us on Facebook and claim your mug. Thank you so much for your five-star review. We appreciate it. Thank you for helping others know about this podcast. And I can't wait for you to have coffee with us in the morning. Yay, let us know (laughs) if you are... What did you say it was? Tony Lynn what? Tony Lynn 94. Yeah. So if that's you or you know who that is, tell them they won. Get us our, get us your address so we can send you a mug. You just got our mugs on your mug. As Elizabeth <laughs> it's says. So good. It's so good. <laughs> you just got to keep saying it. Keep saying it. <laughs> All right. And one more upcoming event. We are starting a free reading group this year going through the book ethics of beauty. Um, This is a rather large and heads up, rather expensive book. Um, 
but you can feel good about putting some money towards it because it is printed by, by a small classical press. So that is one reason why it's more expensive. Um, on Amazon, recently when I've looked, when you hit all the selling options that sometimes comes up with like used and that kind of thing, the cheapest way to get it, it's actually directly from St. Nicholas Press and it's $67. So there have been times when just buying it through Amazon, it's been as much as like 80. Um, so 67 is better. Or if you are a Kindle or e-reader, you can get the Kindle version for 40. So we realize it is a little bit pricey, but this is something that I think we are all going to treasure. We are going to spend all year going through it. We are starting with chapter one. The chapter one meeting will be sometime in February. This is the last time um, I'm really going to do an all call in the episode to just say, you know, please reach out if you want to be included. We are going to get started in the next few weeks. Either reach out to us on social media or email us at chat at bookfairpodcast.com. Go to the website. Just let me know you want to be in. And I am compiling a little email list of everyone that wants to do this reading group. And I will be reaching out very soon to ask everyone when we can meet and schedule a time that will work for people. And we are going to start discussing this book one chapter a month until we get through it. So it should take eight or nine months. And we're very, very excited. Okay. So if you listened last week, we started talking about reading goals. And Amanda and I both talked about what our reading goals for the year are. And... We saved this for this episode. It's going to be so fun. Um, for those of you who might not know, uh, the other professional hat I wear in the world is as a personal development coach. So I um, did a bunch of coach training back a few years ago, both as a mental health coach and a life coach. And I help women get unstuck, get over what is blocking them, and live with confidence, freedom, and power. And I love it. I'm super passionate about helping women really embody and empower their values and their vision and their goals for their life. So I love doing that. And we thought it would be fun in regard to reading goals for me to put on my coaching hat and coach Elizabeth and see what we can come up with as some really good um, reading goals for her. So Elizabeth, are you ready? I'm ready. I need some coaching. <laughs> this feels a little weird, honestly, but it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It. You can depend on me to make it weird. <laughs> okay. So um, also if the case, whoa, <laughs> just dropped my microphone. I just said it was going to get weird. And then I dropped my microphone. Told you. <laughs> um, if even just the cadence of it is a little different, like, I don't know, the way I'm talking, I take notes while I coach so that I can refer back. So, you know, just <laughs> FYI. The clipboard. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so let's start, Elizabeth, by tell me what is on your heart about your reading life this year? Well, I read for my own enjoyment, of course. So there needs to be a certain level of my own curiosity and general entertainment. But I also read because I am educating a child. And so a lot of my reading, I want to have higher level thinking that I'm engaging on that's in the same subject matter that he's currently learning about so that I know 
what extra things I might want to put in at what points. Does that make sense? So classical conversation divides into three cycles. You have ancient world, medieval world, and then modern world. Modern world is mostly American history, but certainly it's modern era. And so that's where we are right now. So it's January to May, and then in the fall, we'll move on to cycle one again because it repeats. So for this year, I have this mix of my own curiosity and fun, and then also what do I need to fuel me to be Nate's teacher? Mm. Okay. And will you clarify for me um, the CC cycle thing? So you're finishing up what cycle now? And then I'm what finishing cycle up cycle doing? three, and then he, we will start over again on cycle one. So he started at four years old and will end at, I think it's 12, and he will go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So you are finishing up modern... Um, mostly American history mm-hmm. this spring, but then you'll be going back to ancient in the fall. Mm-hmm. But you know, I counted Les Mis in with that, even though it's not American, but it's that era. It's the whole, the world is looking to freedom and throwing off monarchy time period. Right. Okay. So you have two purposes in your reading, enjoyment, feeding yourself, and the things you need to feed you as your child's teacher. Mm-hmm. How have you gone about addressing both of those things in the past? Well, I made huge jumps when our first year of this podcast, when I went from just reading as I can countered things that seemed interesting to planning a little more. And my big goal was something in my hand, something in my ear and know what's next. So that's not, that's not a big far side out. And then as we've gone through, I've made a little list in my phone of things that I might like to read at some point. Um, But that's not really a lot of specific far out planning. It has served me well for a big improvement in my reading. But I noticed this last year, maybe because there was such surface level planning that I would get to the thing that was going to be next on an audio book. And it wasn't there because it had lapsed and I hadn't even realized kind of a thing. Hmm. Audio books tend to be like, oh, All of a sudden, I just realized everybody's leaving the house, and I have a bunch of time. I'm about to clean the house. I need something right now. I do not have time to sit down and find an audiobook. I want it already planned, and I thought I was doing that, but I had many days last year where I would go to grab one, and where did they go? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, do I need to turn my notifications on? I I don't know. They're expiring. Where did they go? (laughs) I don't know. Which apps are those? Are they expiring? And I use Hoopla and Libby. Now, I do have a bunch that I've stacked away, or actually that Charlie had stacked away, and I realized that he had some that were overlapping on my list, so I signed into his Audible account. I don't know if that's illegal. But that's what I did. (laughs) So those stay there. But, you know, on Libya and Hoopla, you have to have them sent to you and you have to manage that. And I did not really successfully manage that last year. Gotcha. Are there any other things you want to work in to your reading life this year, aside from what you've already said? Well, I have a in real life book club. And I have our sweet little podcasts. So there will be genre episodes, and some of which I've already read those books, and I'm excited to talk about them, and some of them I want to prepare for. And then also the book clubs that we do for this podcast. Great. Okay, so 
as we think about, you know, starting to kind of wrap our mind around what some of these goals might look like, and we talk about this a lot, so it seems kind of funny to ask you, but when we're talking about goals, I always like to ask this question and, you know, answer it from the perspective of this moment. Like, why in this moment is crafting these goals and reaching toward these things important to you? In my experience, anything that I've wanted to do, if I didn't plan out the steps to doing it, it stayed it stayed in my dreams and in my heart and did not get out into my life. So whether that means like, you know, Jess Paramore, I remember her saying, make it trackable. A real mm-hmm. a goal is not a goal until it's trackable. Um maybe it's that Enneagram for mental life is so vivid, but how to get it out of there. You know, there's a lot of things I'm interested in. There's a lot of books I want to read and they can just all stay right there. And then sometimes in that moment, it was, what was that thing I wanted to read? Yeah. So why is it important to you to be successful at taking it from an idea to make giving it legs in your life? Why is that important? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm 41. I want to be somebody who executes on things. I I know when I get to end of books that I'm changed. And I, I think I'm just really have become addicted to that. Like, what's going to, what do I need next that I don't need? Like, I have the excitement for the unknown that I love and I want more of it. And it's like, I'm now to the plan where what naturally happens is kind of capped out. And I'm going to need to adjust to get more. Like what I can naturally read with like, just as it happens is around 30 books a year. And I mean, that's not a ton, but I don't, I also notice I read zero fluff. Yeah. I put it down. I don't like it. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not mad at myself for only reading 30 books. No, but, um, great. But it is like, okay, if I'm going to get over that, I'm going to have to make a chart or a plan or a something. (laughs) But that's like 30 quality books. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. I mean, amazing. I feel great about what I read. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. So imagine that we time jump. You know, I like time travel. Let's time travel <sighs> to December of 2024. And you are looking back on just the best reading year you've ever had. Mm. It was the best yeah. reading year. You just feel so great about it. What made it so great? Things that I read that then fueled conversations, like, oh, that's so interesting. I was just reading the other day that, X, Y, Z. Um, I feel like that's what makes reading really great, is it, it's become part of who I am, and now it's, now it's in my vernacular. It's, it's in my conversation. It's, in, it's the way I illustrate a point to somebody. I love that you just said, it's who I am. Like, I just can't wait to see who I'm going to be at the end of this year when I don't know what I'm going to read yet. (laughs) I don't read fluff, but I am fluff. That's what we now know. I got to read a bunch of stuff so I can sound real fluffy. You're making me sound like the forest forever. I'm just asking questions. I know. It's just who I am. It's true. It's true. I think I'm usually keeping it at like a medium and I'm like, ooh, here it comes. (laughs) Although I will say I don't read fluff, but I am fluff. It needs to go on the next batch of stickers. (laughs) Yikes. That is awesome. (laughs) 
Okay, so let me recap and tell me one, if this sounds correct to you, or two, if listening to me say this makes anything else pop up for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your two purposes for reading are your own enjoyment. I also heard feeding your intellectual life mm-hmm. and conversation. So I would add that to kind of the purpose list. And fueling your mind for your homeschool journey with with Nate. Mm-hmm. So those are your purposes. You need space to chase your curiosity and to follow your whim. You don't like anything that's too, too structured and it's going to keep you pinned in too hard. But at the same time, you've realized that if you just go with the flow, you're going to read around 30 bucks a year. And that's great. You feel good about that. But also you would like to have a little bit more plan and structure so that you can take advantage of all of your time and maximize this thing that's become very important to you. It's become a part of who you are. It's become a part of how you engage the world. Obviously, you're a book podcaster. So you would like to sort of ramp up your engagement in the ways that you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything we're missing? Anything that you want to bring into your reading life? Any purposes for your reading life? Anything no, that we kind of haven't that, talked about? I think that sounds good. Okay. So have you done some thinking about how you would like to make this a reality this year already? Or do you just want me to start asking questions? Well, I have the old big book list that goes in my phone. And a lot of these, I for some reason know that I've skipped over and didn't pick them, even though I they got on this list for some kind of way. And I think there's a lot of others that I you know, maybe meant to put on here and didn't. So I think I think one thing for sure is I've got to be more intentional about keeping my list of what I want. Um, hmm, what was your question again? Have you done thinking about action steps you might take this year mm. to expedite your reading life or to, you know, put in structures or goals for your reading life this year? Well, I've got to get back up to waking up early because that is my best read a book time. I It's hard for me to read when the TV's going in the evening, yeah. even though I'm free to do that. So, And what does wake up early look like for you? Coffee is already set, reading glasses laid out with the book laid out, and probably a blanket if it's the winter. <laughs> do you have a time you get up every day when you're in a rhythm with this, or do you just set it depending on what's going oh, on. Oh, no, I would I like to be getting up at 6. Okay. And how are you doing with that so far in January? I have not been up at 6 one time. I've been up at 6:30 many times, but 6:30 is kind of minimal and Nate has been just popping up right ready to read Fifth Harry Potter with me, so that's that cuts into mine. I think I might really say, "Well, grab your book and sit beside me until 7:30 because this is Mama's reading time." I think I'm free to say that at this point in life. Yeah. So do you want to start getting up at six or do you want to keep 630 for now? No, I'm going to get up at six. Okay. And when are you going to start that? Probably tomorrow. All right. It's a great answer. (laughs) (laughs) Tease the day. Oh, you just put me on the whole podcast. I'm going to do it now. (laughs) Probably tomorrow. 
All right, we're getting up at 6 a.m., have our coffee set, have our book mm-hmm. out. And I love what you said about feeling free to say to Nate, this is my reading time. You can sit here by me and read your own book until, you know, whatever, 7, 7.30. 7.30 is usually when I was waking him up. And so with him waking up earlier, I can just yeah. say, well, you get to do the same thing with me in your own book. <laughs> I love that. That's great. I love it. So there is a structure for finding your, you know, having more time. Um, what tends to get in the way of you waking up at six? Going to bed early enough. That's all there is. So I have to start making that plan to be in in bed early by 730. I have to start changing my steps and making, because I I really am a night owl, but I can't be a night owl and a morning rooster at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm more of a rooster than a lark. (laughs) (laughs) A rooster. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't be both anymore. I'm too old for that, which I think is what I've done a lot of my life. So I have, so I'm moving against some natural inclinations to go to bed early and I, you know, I can do that. I just have to plan to do it. And through the holiday season, obviously that wasn't happening. So I got to claim it back for my new year. And how, what helps you go to bed early regularly? Just naming it to the world, probably the people in my house. They're like, okay, well, no one's stopping you. And I'm like, you're right. But I still still say it. (laughs) They're looking at me like, okay. What time does Nate go to bed? He's in his bed by eight and can read till nine. We're firming up some things there. (laughs) And then Um, when when he's going to bed by nine, then what time do you want to be in bed when you're getting up at six? I would like, I got to be lights out by 10. So I got to be in my bed at nine. Maybe I'm reading before, maybe we're watching a show, but I got to, I got to be in my bed at nine, lights out by 10 so that I'm actually falling asleep right away. Okay. Well, that sounds like a great plan. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Amazing. Okay. So that is the part of the plan that will give you the time mm-hmm. and opportunity uh-huh. to read. Mm. So now you'll have your time to read, at least the, you know, sit down and open a book. Right. So you also mentioned that you had some challenges last year. Um, You've talked about before on the podcast, it's really important for you to kind of have the next book in hand, the next thing Mm -hmm. ready. So you're not scrambling and then spending a week or two weeks procuring the next book. Right. So it sounds like from you, when you gave your recap, that's more of an issue for you with audio now than... Oh, yeah. Paper books. My paper books, I've got them. They're there when I want to. And I, I've sat down a couple of times and like reserved all these audiobooks on various platforms. And then what I think was happening was I was missing notifications saying, do you, you know, do you want this or do you want to manage your hold? So I think yes. I need, I think I probably should put in my plan or some kind of place to check in on my holds. Just do that, manage them. Yeah. Do you have, because Hoopla is easier because the only limitation is how many books you can do a month. So even if you've let it expire, you can just recheck it out again. Okay. Is that the one? Then Libby is the one that you have to update the hold. So I probably have had that happen with Libby then. And I wonder if I didn't read as much on Hoopla this past year then. The first year I know I read more on it, but 
Libby gives good notifications. That's helped them. me because it'll yeah. say you, your hold has arrived and you do have a little time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it right immediately. You have three days to say, I want this or to say. Three days seems it. like plenty of time, guys. What's <laughs> But if you're not seeing the notification. I think I'm I would... missing the notification. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm going to write in the notes here because I, um, when I coach people, I send them our action steps. So mm-hmm. I'm putting as an action step to research and turn on Libby notifications. Okay. Maybe I don't even have them on. Because mine pops up and okay. I see it. Um, I think you can also have them send you an email to let you know too. Oh, I'll although you don't see always that. check your email. Because <laughs> you know me. I can, can Libby come to my house and knock on my door? That's what I need. Excuse us. Do you want this book or not? We have it here on the internet. I may not even know if Libby came and knocked on the door. It's still hard for me to be an internet person. That's the truth. That is awesome. We need to go back to giving Elizabeth books books on CD. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mail you books on tape. That's what I That's need. Right. <laughs> okay, so we're going to turn on notifications on Libby and see if that helps. Um, something else that popped into my mind is when I was thinking about my yearly goals, I went on Hoopla because Hoopla has a thing. They have little hearts, you know, and you can favorite books. Mm-hmm. The ones you've and already then- read. That you liked or... The ones you want to... I do it for the ones I want to read. Okay. So I find them and I, you know, push the hearts. And then when you go in there to my Hoopla and you hit favorites, it will bring up the list of things you've favorited. Oh, this is helpful information. I had this one book from forever ago that was always in favorites and I don't even remember reading it. But now I know I must have hearted it accidentally. And so that's a great thing for me to know. That's going to change a lot. Because then, like, I looked, I think I have, like, 40 books in there Yeah, because they're just ready then. That's exactly what I need. Yes, and then at any time. So if you're between books, now they don't have everything, so you may have some things on reserve in Libby. But if you pull up Libby and you're like, oh, this book's been taken away, but you have Mm -hmm. 20 in your favorites on Hoopla, you could at any moment just go grab one and start it. This is is wonderful. (laughs) I'm going to put some things on here. And favorite them. I think... I was just pulling them up to see if they were there. And then probably on Hoopla, I was like, oh, yeah, and I'll remember when the time comes, which I'm not going to remember anything ever. So, okay, that's a good hole that is covered now. Would you want to have anything in your schedule to like weekly, like you were talking about, I know you have a planner you really like to once what a books month for the week? or once a week. Yeah. Like kind of visit that and look through Audible, Hoopla, Libby and decide what's mm-hmm. next. Or is that too much? Oh, it's not too much. I'll go ahead and drop that. My brand new planner has a reading log in it. So it even prompts Ooh. me to check in about this. Whoa. Do you mean on the daily or weekly page? On the weekly It'll have page. something about reading? Yes. Yeah, so that there's a, there's a reading log for each week. Hold on. Oh, my word. Yeah. So Mindful Planning Company, the one that I chose, has a reading log in it. So that I really just need a note right by it to confirm what audiobooks are you going to be listening to this week. And I am not even far enough into the year to have thought about doing it that way yet. I was thinking, write what I already did. But write what I already did feels a little pointless. I want to think about how to do what I want to do. So I can use it that way. I love that. Okay. That's going to be so helpful. Okay. Okay. So we are Thank you, using- Ashlyn. 
reading log to plan week's reading. Mm-hmm. Love it. And side note, Elizabeth really loves her new planner. She has them on display in her salon. And when I was getting my hair cut over there this week, she also told me that because it's January and the year's already started, these planners are now on sale. So if you don't have a planner for the year yet, we will put a link in the show notes. Okay, so I have, you are going to adjust your schedule. You are going to go to bed, be in bed between 9 and 9.30 so that you can be lights out at 10 so that you can wake up at six, have your coffee ready, have your book ready, and have your reading time in the morning, whether or not Nate wakes up. So beautiful. You are going to look into and turn on your Libby notifications so you can be more aware of the audiobooks that are coming and going in that app from the library. You are going to go through Hoopla and start favoriting things so that you have a list of favorites that can be Rented from the library at any moment without having to wait or have lists. I cannot believe I did not know what the favorites thing did. I thought it. I thought it fine tuned my choices. This is important. Okay, keep going. And then you are going to start using the reading log portion of your planner weekly to take a minute, think about what you want to read that week. Maybe look at the apps, look at what books you have coming, and you know, kind of make sure you have your next book in hand that way. That's what I'm going to do. Amazing. Now, as you think about those action steps and you look at it, what is likely to fall through the cracks? Um, I think I need to front front end it with some planning of what those books would be. So, you know, that just is my master list in my phone and our plans of what we will be talking about on the podcast this year and going in and plugging them in all the places, the ones in my hand. Like I've got a lot of books on the shelf that I haven't read and which ones will be the ones that I'm going to go to for the in-hand books. And I'll probably just move them over to a spot, like a separated off spot on my shelf. And then the same with Libby and Hoopla, just go on and cue those up. Fantastic. And if you take all of these action steps and I'll probably read 400 books. (laughs) (laughs) And if all of those things are working for you, what will that accomplish in your life? Oh, I'll just go on a lot of more adventures and know a lot of things. That's, that's what my reading life is. Do you see this plan reducing stress and like, tension points in your reading life? Oh, I see it reducing regret because when I know I could have done something better, I have a big, uh, you know, yeah. So it's not even the, it's not even a pain point because that's why I'm not dealing with it at the moment. It's more, I look back and say, oh, that's over and I could have, or I should have. So, Mm -hmm. so when we go back to the question of when you get to the end of the year and you go back and say, this was the best, you look back and say, this is the best reading year I had these action steps can help you not have that regret of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which truly I mean the last couple of years I've read more each year but it but it's it's a couple more yeah not that I'm looking for you know some important big jump I just want to do all I can do all I want to do yes and that was going to be actually my last question is is this plan going to empower everything that you want to do everything that you choose to do Yeah, I think so. Until I can want something new next year. (laughs) I love that. Good. Well, (laughs) I think this is fantastic. 
um, you know, one of the things that I love about coaching is that, you know, we can come up with these plans and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't like, even if it's a great plan, right? Exactly. Even if it's a great plan, sometimes, you know, when it really comes to life, things start to pop up and they're not what we expect them to be. And then, you know, there's fine tuning required. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, who knows, maybe we could do a check-in episode the middle of the year and see how this is going and see if we need to fine tune any of this. Amanda, what takeaways did you get from listening to a little mini coaching session? Well, the first thing is I forgot about the heart thing in Hoopla. Right. That was a big takeaway. When I first started that, I mean, we've talked, it's been a long time, but we've talked about the mess that is my want to read in Goodreads because it was thousands. You probably have like all of Hoopla with a heart on it. Okay. So it's like, it's, there's no point. It doesn't give me any helpful information at this point. And this is just one other place where I need the thing to have a button at the top with a little bomb so I can just blow it up (laughs) and it all goes away and I can start over with the new system. My email, that would be super helpful. (laughs) Uh, I hear you. Voicemails. (laughs) So that was the first thing. It reminded me of that feature. And I should probably just like see how easy it is to delete in there. Look, I'm already hearting things left and right. I have to get off now so I can go heart my things. (laughs) (laughs) I love how as a mom, you are like, it's one of your goals to be intentional. Oh, you know, I'm right in that spot where I've already got one out of the house and there's so much I, he's, he's an amazing person, but I often think like, oh, I wish I could have. And so I'm really fueled by that, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, if you stop growing as a mom, yes, you know, you're not, when I've been that way, I'm not the best mom that I can be for them, you know, or the best wife for my husband if I'm not growing. Interesting moms raise interesting children. (laughs) 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 So be an interesting mom. (laughs) Read books. podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but it's, it's almost a duty and it may not always be from reading. You know, it's not like a duty because your mom to read 30 books a year or anything like that. It's just, it's the way that, that it comes for me. So. But yeah, just even for yourself, you want to keep growing. So I I love that that was in the context of one of your goals. Yeah. Well done, friend. Well done. We have have all grown together so much, but in the context of this coaching session, you have grown so much the last two years in the things that you continue to pull into your life and grow and change and um, (laughs) be open to new things and... I do love that about you. Definitely. And well done, Trisha, on the coaching. What a great coach. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Well, listeners, what did you pick up on from hearing a coaching session on reading goals? What are things that tend to get in the way of your reading life? What purposes do you have for your reading life this year? And then what goals do you have for your reading life? And how can you put action steps to those goals to make them achievable for yourself this year? We are going to have a discussion all about this in the Facebook group. So if you are not in our private Facebook group, 
hop onto Facebook, search for Book Fair Podcast. We will add you immediately. We'll be so excited for you to be there. And we are going to talk reading goals and action steps this week. And until next time, I'm Trisha. I'm Amanda. I'm Elizabeth. And happy purposeful reading. We are so glad you are here with us today. We can't wait to continue this conversation in the Facebook group. If you're not a member of our online community, look us up at Book Fair Podcast or connect with us on Instagram at Book Fair Podcast. We'd also love for you to visit our website, bookfairpodcast.com. If this episode has meant something to you, the very best way to help us is to leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It is so helpful. We look forward to more stories and shared ideas with you. So next time you've got dishes to do or a cup of tea to drink, we're here for you in the next episode. We'll see you next Tuesday.